Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. I usually prepare these podcasts early in the week and post them on Thursday. This past Sunday, I recorded a podcast which I intended to post today, but I'm going to save that for next week, and we'll post it then. Because as important as the subject of that podcast is, it deals with observance of Jewish law, observance of the commandments. As important as that is to us as Jews, the issue that has once again arisen in this nation through unspeakable tragedy needs to be addressed and needs to be addressed immediately. In Deuteronomy chapter 21, we read the ritual that took place according to the book, according to the Torah, of what would happen if a corpse, if a body was found out in the wilderness, out in the desert. According to this tradition, a measurement was done to determine what the nearest town, the nearest settlement was to that individual, to the place where that individual was found. And the leaders of that community would take responsibility for the burial. And according to this ritual, a heifer was taken, its neck was broken, and the leaders of the community, the elders, would wash their hands over this heifer and referring to the blood of the individual who had been found, of the corpse which had been found, they made the statement, Our hands did not spill this blood, nor did our eyes see it spilled. The rabbis of the tradition wondered, who would have suspected the leaders of a community of murder? Who would have suspected them? Why did they have to declare their innocence? And in one brilliant midrash, one brilliant interpretation, we read that what these leaders were saying was not only did we not actively murder this individual, but we did not leave this individual unprotected. We did not, they, we did not send them out into the wilderness without proper protection. In that sense, we would have been, in some ways, responsible for this individual's death. It reminds us of the statement made by Abraham Joshua Heschel. Incredibly moving words. When speaking about evil in the world, Heschel said, Some are guilty, but all are responsible. This past Shabbat, I had the opportunity to lead services at Beth Israel here in Ann Arbor. And before one of the mourners' kaddishes, I read the names of the 10 individuals who had been murdered in the attack in the supermarket in Buffalo a week and a half ago. It was very hard to read those names. Names for the most part of older people very hard to read those names because every individual, of course, in our tradition 
every every individual is so precious and then yesterday as i record this we heard the news of the murder of 19 children elementary school children in texas unspeakable absolutely unspeakable there were no words wish comfort for the families wish peace somehow for them in time such a horrendous horrendous tragedy for individual families and for a community a few years ago i gave a sermon on shabbat morning during the reading of the book of the beginning of the book of Ayikra, the book of leviticus Earlier that week, high school students and middle school students across the country had walked out of classes to protest the lack of action on gun violence, particularly in schools, but in general. I spoke about the fact that there's a tradition that the book of Leviticus was the first book that children would learn when they were beginning to study Torah. And one of the interpretations as to why that was, was because the book of Leviticus is about sacrifices and sacrifices are about purity. And our children are pure. Our children are innocent. Our children are naive enough to look at the sacrifices and just accept them as a, as a gift to God. And they are in their innocence and in their purity and in their naivete they're according to this tradition this is the book that they should begin to study with and i spoke about the fact that our children are not naive if they ever were if kids were ever so naive they're certainly not today they're not naive they see the evil around them they hear these stories of what happens in schools. God forbid they experience it themselves. And if they don't experience it, they know about it because they're being trained on how to respond, God forbid, should something happen in their particular school. Through these lockdown drills, through the things that must be done in our society today. So our children are wise in ways we wish they didn't have to be wise. And during that sermon, I asked the students who had walked out of class, and there were many high school and middle school students there in the synagogue that day, there was a bar mitzvah. I asked them to stand and be recognized for the stand that they had taken. And many stood up, and I will tell you, that it was the first time that I ever heard a round of applause in the synagogue during one of my sermons, and believe me, it was not for me. It was for these brave, courageous, and wise young people who knew that by stepping out of school, they were forcing the adults in the room, so to speak, the adults in this nation to recognize what they are experiencing and to do something about it, to be 
the adults in the room to be the leaders, to take responsibility. And here we are, four or five years later, and we have these two tragedies in Buffalo, New York, and in Texas. One right after the other, one affecting mostly older people, one affecting these young, innocent children who should have a life of more innocence and whose wisdom, so to speak, in areas like this could wait till they got older. The experiences, to, to see the experiences of the world and, and to recognize that the world can be such a dangerous place. It's something none of us want to need to recognize, but certainly children shouldn't have this to face every single day. Some are guilty. All are responsible. Our leaders in Washington, D.C. refuse to accept responsibility. And because of that, they and we, by extension, are responsible. Since we haven't spoken loudly enough, we haven't said exactly the right words, we haven't demanded that something be done. Now, I know the issue goes beyond guns, it goes to mental illness issues, mental health issues, it goes to issues of economy. There are all kinds of factors. But the bottom line is that we have to do the work in terms of reasonable gun control in this nation. Guns are too easily acquired. People who shouldn't have them have them. And we're not doing our job. We are not taking responsibility. In that book, in that commentary on the ritual in the book of Deuteronomy, the question was, did the leaders send this person out without the proper protection? We are leaving our children unprotected by not standing up for reasonable gun laws in this nation. Some may be guilty, but all of us are responsible. May God grant comfort to those who are in mourning, healing to those who have been wounded, and may our conscience not allow us to rest until we accept the responsibility to address this issue in this nation. Until next time, thank you.